Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. We're going to do it live. As we do fuck every week here at Movie Sucktastic. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, live for the people that are watching or listening live. Well, yeah. But well, that, that's our thing. anybody else, it's not live. No, but that's our thing. We do it but live. It, it, it's, it's, our, it's our thing. It is our thing. Nobody, nobody reviews movies like we do, and YouTube hates us for it. That's fine. Uh, it's a feelings mutual. It's all right. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, ah. Uh, so. Welcome everybody to Movie Sucktastic. Uh, I am Scott. The one that's not me is Joey. Hi. This is Joey. And this is Movie Sucktastic, the film review podcast episode number. I I lost track. Ah uh, yeah. Uh, last week I I apologize for both episodes. I was a uh, bit under the weather. I still did yeah. the fucking show though. Yeah. Didn't cancel. Slacker. Um, yeah, that actually turned out to be a little bit more of a, a thing than I was expecting. But, when, when I did the show, I was congested and, you know, my head was a little swimming. The next morning, I wake up with cold chills. Like, like shivering. Uh, nausea. Vomiting. All, all of these great, wonderful flu-like symptoms of course i went to the doctor and you know yeah you sound so much better now i do I think sound. we're gonna have a much better time i think so um tested negative for the flu which i don't know what the fuck that was but hey it's gone now i feel well, much you, better you, you caught it early it didn't get to be the flu yet it was just a full maybe was yeah <laughs> yes it was a um full. so uh this is our uh fourth episode and we'll be doing two this week so we'll have a fourth and a fifth one up 
And uh, this episode, I think we agreed not to do Hacksaw Ridge. That's right. We're reviewing Hacksaw which, Ridge, and then uh, we'll do La La Land after that. Yeah, and just, just to show you where my head's been all week, every time someone would ask me what we're doing this week, I kept saying Heartbreak Ridge. <laughs> which, uh, I, you know, that's the Clint Eastwood film. Uh, I thought that was Hamburger Hill. No, Clint Eastwood did Heartbreak Ridge. That was that was that's really a film, Heartbreak Ridge. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, there, thought... I mean, there's a film called Hamburger Hill. Uh, that's not the film. Um... Oh yeah, Heartbreak Ridge. Okay. Yeah, I actually I liked I liked one. Heartbreak Ridge. Um, Mario yeah, was Van right. Peebles was in that. Uh, <laughs> he was an unlikable little prick, like yeah. he is in most of his <laughs> but, movies. But, but what did he play in the film? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. Um. Um, uh, now, uh, if I can say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slate this advantage uh, this week uh, because um, we all have genres that we gravitate to or we don't like so much. And, I, and right up front, I, I mentioned this before on the show, I am not a fan of musicals. There are musicals I like, yeah, but I'm not a gener- in general, I'm not a fan of them. And the same thing goes for war films. Okay. So I'm out of my element with these movies. This isn't stuff I would have normally went out of my way to see uh, without prompting. Yeah, and and I'm not the opposite. Uh, although I I'm a bit more um, susceptible to want to see a war film, mm-hmm. but I'm in I'm the I'm in the exact same boat for the. Well, that's because you're Italian. No. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? <laughs> uh, I'm also not a bricklayer either, so it's just... <laughs> Dude, um, or a plumber. Or a plumber. Um, we, we were watching... Which, to be honest, um, last... would be two things that I would love to know how to do, because I'd save a shit fucking ton of money. But anyway, go ahead. Um, we were watching... Uh, last night we watched... Uh, I don't know why. Uh, Men at Work. Oh, God. Which I haven't watched in years. Somebody uh, went ahead and threw written... a perfectly good white boy. Yeah. written directed written and directed by Emilio Estevez. Yeah. And yeah. ironically the, the last good film he did I think. I won't, what year Very was close that? Was that 91 or 92? Yeah, that's like just before I think it's after Free Jack or before but it's definitely like after that was like Mighty Ducks <laughs> and shit. Now, and it's funny like we're watching it and this is uh, has nothing to do with anything, but I, I was like it slowly dawned on me that between Emilio Estevez and Martin Sheen, Emilio is the far more talented brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, and it's funny because like we, you see, you saw less of him later in the years, but I was like, yeah, but that's a good thing because, which, what would you prefer, not to be seen or to be seen on Two and a Half Men? Yeah, I. And which then, and then like you know, oh yeah, uh, I'm winning, and I, I but I have AIDS, and uh, that show was fucking huge too. I, I, I mean, don't understand. Yeah, I, I don't know I like why it was, a, it, was, it was the number one show on television. Yeah, I don't. That's, that's why I don't watch TV anymore. I don't get it. Don't mm. get it. And the, yeah, but um, the reason I brought it up because there's one part where the two goons are yelling at each other, and the one guy says, "Listen, you Italian son of a bitch! I swear to God, there's no way you're going to stand there and tell me I don't know shit." I'm like, "I gotta give that for Joey. That's gonna be like sound on the show." <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a film that you given. Oh, what was it? What you given me a? You giving me a hard on? <laughs> Not a hard on. No. 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 Was, uh, oh, what the fuck was it? It was um. 
That was in uh, Death Row Game Show. Death Row um, Game Show. Fuck, I can't. Uh, it's just been a. That was at movie. the dinner. That was at the dinner. <laughs> the, his romantic yeah, dinner. Ah, <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure it, it'll about ten minutes, fifteen minutes from now, one of us will remember. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're doing Heartbreak Ridge. Yes. No, we're doing um, Hacksaw Ridge. Yes. Yeah, I can't. I'm just gonna. Let, I'm gonna it. let you run with it. Um, I'm not. I wasn't trying to run it's with funnier. it. It was an honest mistake. I, I wish I. I mm-hmm. That's okay. But uh, all right. So um, let's start off. And I, I didn't get you that list like I told you, but we uh, at least we know the first thing I want to do is hit the title. Okay. Title is Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw what are our feelings Ridge. about the title of the film? The the title fits because that was it. That's the battle. Uh, that that the 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 last half of the film primarily takes place on. Um, you know the. Um, the mountaintop that they're trying to take back in Iwo Jima is called uh, Hacksaw Ridge. So right. uh, that I'm very forgiving of, but... It's standard. It's a, it, the it's fact standard. that you're mixing it up with a Heartbreak Ridge just shows how standard it is for a war film. After the battleground. He's a medic, and it's not like you know he does anything on the battlefield or outside of the battlefield where he's hacksawing someone's body part or limb off where it could have this <laughs> double meaning so i can't even I, I can't even say oh yeah maybe it has this you know this double meaning but it doesn't so it really is just the name of the battlefield that they're trying to to secure and, but I, I think it's a wise choice because I can't imagine them naming this anything like. Uh, well, that's where he uh, saved the seventy-five men, so it's important to have the film right. name that. Uh, yeah, but I mean, but I don't know what else you could call it. Uh, if you named anything that had to do with with um, not 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 using a weapon or being a medic or religion, it would come off hackneyed. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I think it's a I I don't think it's a, a very original title, but I no. think it fits the film, and I think it's a good title. So. I think I I, I think so too. So. Yeah. Um. Now, do, do you want to uh, give uh, the synopsis, as it were? Sure. Uh, Andrew Garfield's character, he grows up in like rural southern. What was, I think it was Virginia. I think it was Virginia. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. So. <laughs> he almost somewhere where they talk funny. He yeah, he's uh, ten years old, twelve years old, and he almost beats his brother to death. <laughs> it's like it's like he almost does that, and essentially, and it's not from that point on. But he took this this uh, religious standpoint from that point on to f- follow in you know God's word, the commandments, "Thou shall not kill." That's the big one. Well, that's and, one of the linchpins, yeah. I mean, it's right. major. And point. as he gets older, you find out why he really takes on the thou shall not kill. Um, but he feels that he can't just sit back and just watch everyone else in his town and all the young other uh, young men go into war, and he just sits back and does nothing. So he feels that it's important to him to, to go in. But he wants to be a conscientious observer where he doesn't take a, a weapon into a battle. And the first half of the film is him fighting that cause uh, and winning mm-hmm. and being able to go into battle without protecting himself or any kind of a weapon. And the first half is that, and the second half is the actual battle. And that's kind of it. 
And, and, and of course, he's vindicated and proves to be everybody's calling him a coward because he won't carry a gun. Right. Second half of the film, he's brave because he's running back in and, and grabbing, and he saves, you know, 50 to 100 men. 75 uh, was the final number that they keep That's saying. what they say in the movie, and but then, like, when you, like, read anything about it, it's like, oh, well, you know, he said 50, and, uh, I, like, like, he said 50, and then other accounts said 100, so they kind of split the difference. He agreed because he was involved with the film when they were writing it earlier on. Okay. In the earlier days, so I mean, because this film's been in, uh, they've been trying to make this film since uh, you know for twenty years, something like that. Oh wow! Oh, so um, I, they've probably been trying to make it since Saving Private Ryan, to be completely honest. Well, the, I, I did read that they wanted uh, I forget who, but they, someone wanted to make it into a film in the fifties, but he refused because he didn't want it to be just another war film. Okay, I, well, all right, I can see that. There were a, there were a few. Uh, it just seemed like every other Hollywood film was a war film because it was an easy subject to... Well, there was a war. Yeah, so <laughs> you it know? was kind of like guaranteed money if you did uh, it. Yeah, but, but, but the one thing that comes across in the film and when you read interviews uh, and uh, just accounts of the guy who's a very humble man, mm -hmm. uh, wasn't into, uh, didn't want to capitalize on it, didn't think it was a big story, just so... Um, it took them a long time to get him to decide to do it. Well, that, and that's because of his heavy religious background. Uh, they even go on to say that... Well, it's just he, the character of the man, too. I mean, it, well, it's, yeah. And, and, and this is one of the reasons why I don't hold it against the film for bringing it up so much. Which, so mm -hmm. much, like, literally every 15 minutes, there's a mention of God uh, well, or some sort of religious, uh, you know, uh, background of or just saying or commandment or mm -hmm. whatever uh it's brought up constantly uh but one of the reasons why i don't mind so much eh, there's a couple one uh the, the real person that the movie is based on that was he was a very religious person so to not bring that across uh on screen or or in some way would probably be disingenuous so i'm okay with that Number, yeah. Uh, number two, back then, very different than now, you would have to travel lengths before you'd find someone that didn't believe in God. Uh, it, it just was a common thing that people believed in. Now, like now, we're swarming with atheists. Well, people are just more aware now. Um, atheist seems like it's a dirty word these days, even though it really isn't. Uh, but back then... Uh, faith wasn't was a big thing. You you would have a hard time finding someone that that didn't. Why have, are you sounding like an faith? old man? It's like, but you know, back in the day, we had God <laughs> on the dinner table, my friend. We had God in this church. We had God at the movie theaters. Uh, I, I didn't <laughs> no, say anything I, like that. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> nearly pointing out that during the time that this film was, you know, being portrayed in, it was a very religious country. It was. Almost well, unanimously, you know, faithful. I, I think it's still a very religious country, uh, just in different ways. Um, I, I'm a totally in agreement with you. The, the film is not, has religion all throughout it, but it's not heavy-handed. Uh, it is it is a matter of the character and of the story. Uh, they don't play anything wacky with it. Um, yeah. The only problem I had with it, and it's 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 not the movie didn't do it, but. Uh, for me, the parts where he's in the military and he first says he won't pick up a gun and the, and the reaction against him and trying to drum him out, for me, was right out of a Jack Chick uh, pamphlet. 
okay. the whole thing about you know like oh Christian prop is like the persecution of the Christians. Ah, well, we got a Christ lover here. Let's get him out of the troop. This guy's not good. And it, <laughs> it, it, it's so like a Jack Chick. There's a there's actually a Jack Chick uh, pamphlet. I think it's called GI Joe or Holy Joe. Holy Joe. That's it. And it's <laughs> it's like if you take that whole that whole segment and crank it to eleven. Yeah. Uh, you know, th- th- it's that. It's almost like word for word, even like making him do KP and like, you know, we'll make him quick. Yeah, show him, you know, <laughs> it's like beating him up and taking his Bible. It's right out of the fucking Jack Chick comics. So I, I had that kind of reaction. It's like, ah, yeah, you know, don't give me the cat, you know, the Christian persecution bullshit. I hear this stuff enough from Trump and things. <laughs> but the film doesn't really go crazy with it. And it's just truthful to the story. Uh, and I had no problem with it at all. Yeah, you are correct. I agree with you. Hundred percent. Yeah, it, it was just one of those things. As I watched it, uh, and I had, um, I had talked to Scott later on, just through texts and whatnot, and I mentioned that I saw the film and that, in the end, I did find it enjoyable, even though they did that so often. It's a two and a half hour movie, uh, and it literally it should be a two hour film. Yeah, it, it 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 yeah, it really should be. They spent a lot of time building up to the battle. Um, uh, they, they spend a lot of time building up to anything. Uh, oh, pardon me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, all I know is like I, I, I'm, I'm half watching the beginning because it's so goddamn boring. And I look up at one point and says, wait a minute. Is it 15 minutes in this film and he's still jabbering with the nurse in the fucking hospital? Where are we? <laughs> I felt like I dropped down a wormhole. I was like, are we still here? And then like, th- then he goes back later. Like, oh, God damn it. Can I we w- just get to the... I watched this I- the day I went to the doctor with the, the, the cold chills and then mm-hmm. the fever and then back to cold chills where I'm shaking and shivering. I watched it that day. <laughs> Which in no way... Uh, in no way hindered my evaluation uh, of the film. It's just that um, I wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> so uh, it, it took, um, you know, it took a lot of energy even to just get up and get a drink. It's like at that point, I'm like, I, I don't care if I sit here all day. I ended yeah. up, I watched The Big Lebowski as well. So I had to, well, ch- I chased this film with that at least. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> I mean, it just uh, happened to be on television. Yeah, I, I really feel that the whole childhood could have been dropped. Uh, that the whole, I mean, I, I would have been fine. This film should have, uh, in writing, sometimes you, they call it throat clearing, where you're building up to the actual story. And it's just the whole epic aspect of these films. Where, oh, we have to show the, you know, we have to show everything. So no, you don't. The whole, the whole movie is about this battle. Right. Uh, I'm okay with the part, like the whole thing when he joins the army. It should have started like with the jeep bringing them to the the first time we meet these people. It should have been like, um, uh, what's the Matthew Broderick film? Um, oh, Biloxi Blues. Biloxi Blues starts on the train. Sure. Heading heading to camp. That's how this film should have started. It should have started with them just getting there, introducing all the guys, meeting them. Then you everything else is backstory. They spend enough time talking, having flashbacks, and talking about shit that there's no need to, to go back. It's hot here. It's Tarzan hot. Tarzan couldn't <laughs> take this heat. No, it's, Af- it's, it's the Africa hot. Tarzan hot. hot. I, I'm, he mentions Tarzan at some point. <laughs> He's like, Tarzan couldn't take this kind of heat. <laughs> I like Great movie. Blues. I always liked that film. Um, but uh, 
that whole the whole first the, uh, oh. I, roughly a half an hour. Can, of can the I film. can I say how much I liked Vince Vaughn in this as well? Oh, dude, I didn't know he was in it. That's I didn't how know. I didn't I know into this. I didn't know either, and I loved it when he's he's just talking shit to everyone. Where he's like, "How long have you been dead?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, that probably know, my favorite line in the movie. That's the first time I actually enjoyed this film. I mean, not, again, it wasn't bad, but the first half was just slow. It was like, I know where you're going, and let's just get the fuck there. And they get there, and he's introducing, oh, okay, now we're meeting the characters. And that was the first time the film actually like, caught me off guard. It was, like, <laughs> it was that specific line. Like, How long have you been dead? I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. You are... You are a, a what did he say? You are a funny looking person, or you are, you are a weird looking individual. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm gonna call you ghoul. <laughs> How long have you been dead? <laughs> and then he starts talking to Andrew Garfield, uh, his character. I can never remember his name in the movie, but he's just like he keeps talking to him. He goes, Corporal, yes, sir. Make sure that uh, you keep uh, Admiral whatever or Private whatever away from any stiff breezes. Yeah. No, Vince Vaughn sells it. It, it was it was a great role for him. And oh, he just he 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 made the film enjoyable for me. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I'll explain that. Uh, but he made the film enjoyable for me. And I was actually the one. The only thing I had was all right. I know there's lots of people going to die here. Vince Vaughn cannot die. Don't. <laughs> Don't kill my enjoyment of this film. That's right. And thankfully, they they said, "Hey, no, we're not going to kill Vince Vaughn. This is this is like Jurassic Park." Yeah, two, I'm, three, I mean, they not, uh, they wounded no, him. Two. It was number two. He was in two. They two, wounded right. him to make you go, "Oh my God, don't kill Vince Vaughn." And uh, I didn't like him in Jurassic Park too. But I'm saying, like, you you, you meet him, it was like, "Yeah, he's going to make it to the end." So, yeah. oh, spoiler alert! Who gives a fuck? Um, um, well, it's a true story, and it's a, the story seventy yeah. seventy three years old, seventy two years old, whatever it is. It's not like there's any real spoilers with that. It's just well, I, I'm just saying. I'm, I I should have said it earlier, that, you know. But you know, it's, it's, it's like minor. If, it's like if we were reviewing that film Unbreakable. You you know that guy's getting shit through the whole movie. He makes it. He wrote a book. Yeah. <laughs> so that's which, the one that film? that's the one that Angelina Jolie directed. He was a World War II vet, and he goes through. I think it's World War II. He goes through a ton of shit in his whole life where he i believe he was an amateur boxer he was gonna oh, go pro oh, and then he gets drafted because when you say unbreakable i think oh the one with bruce, bruce willis? willis 2000 i mean was that the was the film called unbreakable as well uh or, am I, I, or i get that wrong i don't know if you got it right i, I don't see it i i you know what i'll look it up real quick but okay but there was she he she did that film and uh, that was the whole thing with the Sony, uh, the hacked emails. You remember when the emails were hacked? Oh, yeah. And, and, and all of the things, they were like the back and forths or whatever. And mm -hmm. uh, Sony executives were talking shit about Angelino Jolie saying, I can't, you know, saying, I can't believe we got her to direct this or uh, we didn't want her, but she's doing it. And, uh, <clears throat> and then the film, you know, <clears throat> it wasn't nominated for Best Picture or anything, but it did get. It had a lot of heat uh, going into Oscars. It was a well-made film, and she did a good job directing it. So they kind of, you know, they kind of put their foot in their mouth when they did all of that. But they have all these emails just literally talking shit about Angelina Jolie specifically um, directing and half of them directing the film. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh, all right, the film she did was called and Heartbreak I, Ridge. 
Yes, it was Heartbreak Ridge. Unbroken. Sorry. Unbroken, okay. Unbroken. Well, yeah, and you're right. That's the kind of thing with any of these films that are about historic uh, military events, war, and uh, even even like that that one with Cuba Gooding Jr. He plays the uh, the, the uh, black sea, deep sea diver that went through all that shit. It's like, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, he had a tough time. That's why they made the film. So, yeah, you know, I, I actually, you're I not spoiling anything. What? I remember that one. Who was the? I can't remember who his captain was. I gave him Tommy shit. Lee Jones, I believe. I think it was De Niro. I thought it was Tommy. Uh, six and one half a dozen the other. Ah, that, come on. Don't sell um, Tommy Lee Jones short like that. De Niro is basically a parody of the actor he used to be. Yeah, but I mean, he he could still pull off. I don't. At that point, Penny? I don't know. Whatever. Tommy Lee Jones can still pull it off. De Niro, not so much. Uh, I, I, yeah. <coughs> I don't know. I, I I didn't mind the family. I thought that was was okay, even though he is still kind of playing a parody and stuff. I thought it was a bit more down to earth mm-hmm. for a comedy. I thought. Yeah. You know, but that that's me. Um, but uh, what part of what? Yeah. Right. Uh, where do we get sidetracked on this film? The first half hour, get rid of it. Um, yeah, it was I, Men I, of Honor, and it was De Niro. Okay. God, that movie's old. Two thousand. Jesus. Oh, so it's. Uh, unbreakable. Yeah. Yeah. So we're full circle. Okay. Um, anyway. Um, okay. So the uh, the war scenes. Yes. Uh, I I found quite quite disturbing. Uh, disturbing I, as in violently. I, you know, I, like you, you couldn't watch them disturbing or. Oh, I, I I could watch them. Jesus Christ, man! I've seen enough films. I can watch it. But I mean, it just bothered me. Um, my main thing is that my big argument against a lot of these war films, and I think I've been, I've made the point since, um, Saving Private Ryan, which was not a good film, uh, is uh, that... Yes, it was. Uh, what? Uh, yes, it was. Go ahead. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Uh, no, it really wasn't. Yeah, it really but, was. But, um, no. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to do the no bueno thing again? <laughs> no bueno. No bueno. Um, but... Half an hour. My, of my argument. Life. Uh, I, I, I remember everybody's like, "Oh yeah," but the like when they stormed the beach, it's so realistic. And and the, my, there's a part of me that that's like, I don't need it to be realistic. I don't want it to be realistic because it's fucking horrible. Uh, yeah, it's the horror and, and of war. Yeah, it, no, that's it. I mean, now like if I watch horror films or I watch action films, even if they're realistic, I know they're fake. I know we're, we've invented a story, but when you're doing these war films, we're reenacting the massive slaughter of people. Yeah. And, and for th- me... Oh, I was just going to say, for anyone to think that things like what you're seeing on screen didn't or couldn't or wouldn't happen, sorely mistaken. I mean... Yeah. P- yeah, that fucking crazy shit like that happens during uh, war. And, and, and I, yeah, I, I, I just... I have a lot of family members that are veterans, uh, you know, it, and it's just the only reason, you know, and, and not to get sentimental or emotional or anything like that, because I won't, but all the way back then, World War One, World War Two, wars like that, the reason why we sit here right now and we can do Skype, we can talk to each other, and I- you know, the freedom, even though it's with our new president, we still have it. The reason why it's there no, is because of the sacrifices that the the men and women 
I have you made know, for these. Uh, I, and I fucking hate that sentiment. What's that? Because because the that's not why the wars happened. Well, no. Uh, the, you know, I mean, yes Gov- and no. Involve, I mean, we can involve about government that. and power and money and territory and all that bullshit. But yeah. the fact that they still went there and sacrificed is still a big deal. Well, yeah, you're talking about the individuals. Don't, don't, oh, but yeah. don't. I, I, and I thought one of the best roles in the film too, uh, and I, I loved um, uh, Elrond in this film. I thought he fucking kicked ass. He was great. He was uh, fantastic <laughs> when he cuts his hand. Uh, by breaking that bottle, and he's like, "That's all I got for you today." <laughs> it's just like mm. he nailed it. I, I, and I tell you, I I, I, I love um, Hugo Weaving. Uh, whether it's uh, the Matrix or um, Priscilla, Queen uh, of the Desert. I was just about to say Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. He's just a fucking consummate actor. Uh, but I swear, when it first panned down and showed him when he's drinking, the uh, the. Spy- my first instinct was, "Holy shit, it's Jack Elam!" <laughs> like, like from the Girl in Lover's Lane. It's like right. he just—if he, they did a Jack Elam story, like they could just put him right in there. Just, just make the one eye bigger, and you got it. That <laughs> <laughs> um, threw me for a loop. It I, took me a good minute, like minute, just to convince myself. It's no, no, no. It's, it's Hugo Weaving. Calm down. It's okay. Um, had his role been bigger, I mean, it, the story isn't about him. But if he had a bigger role. He might have gotten a Best Supporting nomination. He just wasn't in it enough to garner yeah. a nomination. But he was that good. Even I mean, you know, you've seen lesser screen time garner a nomination, but uh, it just wasn't going to happen this year. It just wasn't. There's too many and, other performances that they were nominating. And, and I think his character was a good addition. It's probably the only, the only good thing that comes out of that first half hour to film is being exposed to him uh whenever you have a film like this about war heroes you do run the risk of going be, uh crossing the line from a- acknowledging and uh 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 memorializing uh people that have sacrificed or fought in battles and there's a there's a risk of crossing that line into uh worshiping warfare uh glorifying warfare it's a thin line, and, and mo- whenever they make these films in this day and age, I think they go uh, really go out of their way to try to not glorify it. Right. Uh, and I thought having him as a, as somebody from the Great War, uh, and just what a fucking psychological mess he is, and just how scarred and broken he is because he survived. Right. Uh, right. It, it it was. I, I thought it really leveled the ground for you and really showed it, it just it's it set up the fright. This isn't about, you know, this isn't like uh, this. Well, I think that I think one of the reasons why the real DOS didn't want to make the film in the 50s, because that's what it would have been in the 50s. It would have been like glorifying a war. It would, it would have been like, ah, and our boys won. This isn't like it, it, it. That's not really what the story is about. Right. And so um, I, I'm glad that Hugo Weaving played that role to such a wonderful extent. Now the um, the the one uh, the private that was with him, the one that was giving him so much shit, uh, and he ended up they be, ended up becoming friends. Oh, the one that dies. Oh shit! Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, it, it is war. I I liked him. 
right, God, if you're listening, half the cast dies. You know that's happening. So just fuck. I, uh, I apologize. Yeah, I, it, I honestly not trying to. Ruin it. Ex, ex, yeah, just expect it. But who? What, what was? I forget what his name was again. Was, was that, his Was his name Lucky? No, I thought it was like Stickler or Sticky or something like that. I, I, you know, they all blended together for me. The only one I remember is Hollywood because he was naked. <laughs> Hollywood, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I'm trying to find his name. Smitty was it? Smitty? I think it was Smitty. Yeah, it was Smitty. Uh, Mel Gibson's son is in this. His name was Lucky Ford. Oh, Milo. Milo yeah. Gibson, yeah. Right. Uh, but his name was Smitty Riker, and. I thought he was I thought he was really good in it. He reminds me he reminds me of what's his face? Um Oh him. What the f oh I, I had his name uh Dean Stockwell. Uh Okay. My Science okay. Project. A young, a, a young Dean Stockwell? Young Dean Stockwell, My Science Project, Christine Dean Stockwell. Um he reminded me a lot of him, you know. Yeah. Uh and, and he, uh, I, I can see him, I can see him actually going on and getting more roles because of this film, uh, mm -hmm. much in the same way that, uh, what's his face, um, oh, what's his name, he was in everything forever, and he's in this movie, he was in Avatar, that guy, um, he's also Australian, so maybe that's, that's why he's in well, this. They, they filmed in Australia. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was um this is the first time that Vince Vaughn had been back in Australia since Dodgeball. So <laughs> Dodgeball. Which which is another war film that I really did like. That you know uh Sam Worthington. Oh Sam okay. Worthington. Yeah. Uh he's very good. At, at the beginning of his career, I mean it was just like they were putting him in everything. Oh, I mean, you know what? I, I love the MPA rating for this because it, it just uh, again. I was I was just completely. I, did it just say scenes, holy shit? What? <laughs> did it does it Pardon? just say holy shit? <laughs> yes. Well, again, the the war scenes are perfectly done, and because of that, are fucking traumatizing. I did not do well <laughs> during those fucking sequences, and they go on forever. The MPAA is rated R for intense, prolonged, realistically graphic sequences of war violence, including grisly, bloody images. Uh, I couldn't have phrased it better myself. When when I'm watching, when I was watching this, and oh. uh, I, I in my head, every time I saw something, I could see, you can't see me on camera, but I could see this, the Scott, Scott uh, his mannerism going, whoa! <laughs> whoa! <laughs> Oh my! I, was, oh. <laughs> I, I could I was, see, I could see you making the that face, and I could see no, you, I, you know, like I, I, with your hand half cocked. It's oh my! <laughs> no, think think more of of the little kid from uh, The Shining. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ! Uh, I, I I'll tell you, I I I don't know, maybe nothing stuff like this doesn't bother me uh because i, I did I'm not I'm, I'm getting soft in my old age it's, it's me oh, okay I, I admit it i i mean believe me hey listen i got choked up a couple of times watching this uh-huh you know j just from you know him trying to survive and and the way the scene progressed and when 
you know, certain characters might have passed away in a certain way. It, it just, I, I, I didn't cry. I just got choked up, you know, and I got kind of emotional. I was like, that I'm starting to get as I get older. And I'm like, what the oh, yeah, fuck I, is I, this? I'm ahead of you. I, I was like this. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as far as the violence goes. I broke my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> as far as the violence goes, to me. The, even though it's war and, and even though shit like that went down I find myself I don't know it, it just suspension of disbelief is always there but but it's not there you know what I'm saying that's where the line is for me I can watch horror movies and like yeah okay yeah I know this is fucking fake we're watching this and I understand the whole psychological thing the reason we watch death is because it's a way of coping with it by surviving it through the screen I, I'm hip on all that um my point is, this is not. This is real. We're we're portraying real events. This right. is uh, this is why I think Civil War and actors, people like that, should just be fucking put down, uh, <laughs> because there's something there's something really fucking wrong with you if you're going out there to play war, uh, <laughs> it, you know, assigning yourself the name of a real person that died in that battle. Just just put a gun in your fucking mouth. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, as as I, as I'm getting older, or always, it just. It doesn't affect me really very much at all. Yeah. I, it, it, it's not that war films affect me that way. This one did. Uh, uh, and, and some of the scenes in Saving Private Ryan did, but since it wasn't a good film, I wasn't as invested in it. This is a good <laughs> film. This is a well done. This film sells you. And again, it's like it's like a hokey. It, there's so many. It, this film could have so easily been hokey. You yeah. know the whole religious thing, and and you know, let me just save one more. You know, it could have been so fucking just yeah, 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 yeah. Now the music swells. It fucking nails it. You, it's like I felt that. I felt the film. Yeah. Well, I what's what's moments. interesting felt, about you know the let me save one more? I did watch a featurette, like the true story of uh, later mm-hmm. on that day. I just happened to be on YouTube, you know, doing some homework for this, and that came up, and I watched. It was only twenty minutes, and. <clears throat> they um, they interviewed him, and there's a lot of things that was in that featurette that Mel Gibson mm-hmm. put in the movie, sure. like like well, the one the scene one where he like, pours I'm water. Sorry, cut you off. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Where the no, one no, scene where, where he pours water on that guy's face, and he's like, "Oh, I thought I was blind." Uh, mm-hmm. He actually talks about that act. You know, a friend of his, and he helped them that way. And right. They he talks about them. He saying that, please God, let me save one more. And he goes, I was saying it over and over and over, and right. you know, until he was, he felt that he f- was able to get everyone. So uh, I, the uh, the attention to detail is there. I I love the fact that Mel Gibson left out parts of the true story because you wouldn't have believed it. It would have been like, oh, now you're just fucking with me. <laughs> like because like, apparently after he he stepped on he stepped on a hand grenade, got the shrapnel in his leg. They were taking him away, but there was somebody else more wounded, so he made them take them at first. Right. And while he was waiting, a sniper shot him, uh, and he 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 like he, he performed first aid on himself and like and crawled uh, crawled to somebody else that was hit by the sniper, helped them and uh, did first aid on them, and then crawled three hundred meters to like the medic tent. It's like just like fucking insane shit, you know. And, and Mel was like, "No one's gonna believe this. We can't put it in the film." I, I love that. And, <coughs> And even though it is a dramatization, like I'm saying, the, the he Mel Gibson nailed just 
I you feel the it's not just like oh yeah I see that war is out no I I felt the emotion in those in a lot of those scenes and it just takes it now one thing you just mentioned mm-hmm. and uh, I another problem I have with the film okay. is the ending uh, th- there's this trend in films based on true stories and they did it with uh, the hidden figures too oh, where at the yeah, end I, I know they'll show the say. pictures of the real person yeah. I don't need the fucking. I don't want to see that. I especially don't want to see interviews with real people that were portrayed in the film. Don't fucking want to see it. And this it's film a did movie. that. This one actually showed clips of actual interviews. Yeah. That's also happening a little bit more often too. Yeah. And I'm fucking done with it. I'd stop. If I wanted to see a documentary, I'd watch the fucking documentary. I didn't. I'm watching a war film. Don't stop at the end. It's like, well, here's how real it was. Shut the fuck up. Just you, you, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, do it. Don't don't then say, oh, listen, this, you 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 have to appreciate it more because no, there's no because, there's no and. <laughs> just fucking roll the credits at the end of the film. So yeah. I, just I'm just it's just annoying me. That's all. They they could have if they really wanted to do it. Uh, just kind of like they did with the Cannonball Run. You just put it in the corner as the credits rolled. No, except not it's even. not outtakes. It's the, you know interviews. <laughs> No, not even. Actually, the, fu- the funny thing, you know, you know what it, you know what it reminds me of all the time. Uh, I told you when I watched H- Hidden Figures, Holly walked in halfway through. She left just before the end, right. when the credits started the roll, and I, I yelled at her, "Say, wait, you're going to miss the Animal House ending where they tell what, what happened to everybody afterwards." <laughs> and I was right, because you know that's coming up, it's, and I God, yeah. I fucking hate it. it yeah, it, it's good in like a it, it just just just. Put a picture of the book it was based on. I say go read the book. I did. If it's not, if you can't put it in the film, fucking stop. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm not as passionate as you about it. I know. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm nitpicking. I know, but it's just something that I just really just. It, I, it, it I didn't just, mind it per se, even in this padded. film at the end. Not it's really. It's a two and a half hour movie. It doesn't need to be padded. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't need to be padded. But we've got twenty minutes, twenty minutes to half hour in the beginning of fucking. Uh, just uh, oh hey hi nurse, and then at the end we got to spend another five minutes doing interviews of people that we just saw in the goddamn movie, and they're talking about shit we just saw in the goddamn movie. Just show it in the goddamn movie. And I'll tell you what, when the but film, I like the film, <laughs> I, I did like the film too, and I didn't think I was going to because I was oh, I was well not 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 that I'm 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 gonna go somewhere with it. I'm sure I'm just I, saying me neither. I I was a little judgmental when they had the two kids on. Um, that roof or the hilltop with that horrendous green screen. <laughs> I'm like, it, it's like Hugo Weaving was in Lord of the Rings. Every single one of those had a horrible green screen. I'm like, the streak lives. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, this film is supposed to have like this amazing cinematography and uh, this ultra realistic, and it does. But the film starts out with this horrible green screen. And I guess there was some sort of regulation where they couldn't put these two kids on a real hilltop. Maybe it was gonna too of dangerous. Of course not. But then don't put the horrible green screen in there. <laughs> Film it from the other direction. <laughs> See, that's exactly the way I feel about the interviews at the end of the film. Just don't put it there. Yeah. If you can't do it, just don't just don't put it in there. But I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, I hope this isn't a thing, a sign of things to come. Oh, I will say this, and I'm glad I was wrong about it. When his fiance or his then now wife gave him a Bible and said, "Put it right here," 
I'm oh, like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, please don't make him get shot in the Bible, it, and then the bullet say, you know, it goes to the Bible and and it saves his life. Go, please it, don't do that. If it wasn't a true story, I would have thought that was going to happen. Right. But I, I really didn't. I was like, eh, you know. And then like when they're showing like people's heads getting blown off and like like going through helmets, it's like, yeah, I don't even think they're going to try to sell that shit. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> well, no. I later on I was like, yeah, it's yeah, it's not. If it comes up, it's going to be cheesy and it's going to ruin what this film has put together. But yeah. when she gives it to him, I'm like, I'm just in the back of my head. I'm like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> and it's funny that we both thought the same thing. That oh I hope that doesn't happen, like it was it ran through both of our minds. No no it didn't run through my mind. I'm saying you didn't think that they were gonna potentially no, or maybe it, do it was something. A true story. Yeah no it didn't, didn't occur to me at all. The minute you said it I'm like yeah that's a knee jerk reaction but I, I didn't have that because I, I had faith that film was gonna be true to life, just from what I'd read and heard. Well no well I mean you had just mentioned earlier that there was a lot of things that were taken out because it was unbelievable. That could have been yeah, one I, of those things where, like, yeah, I got shot right in the chest, right where I keep my Bible. <laughs> if that actually happened, they would have kept it in the film. Yeah, Gibson wouldn't have passed the If that the actually happened, that would have been the it. movie poster. <laughs> that, that, ser seriously, that would have been the movie poster. Bible with a bullet in it. That's and, it. And you know what? I would have liked that movie poster. I would have been liked a badass movie poster. <laughs> Even <laughs> though you just criticized the, the concept now. Yeah, I, I, yes. But, <laughs> but. If you're doing it on purpose and it's right out of the gate, like you're showing me, it's like, yeah, this is going to happen, and it's on a movie accidentally, right? And it's on a movie oh, poster. Oh, saved him with the Bible. We didn't mean to do that. And it's on a movie poster with a bullet, you know, in a Bible, and it's like, okay, I know what I'm getting into. I know what I'm, you know, I'm, I know what oh. I'm getting into. You know what we we need to start critiquing too is the movie posters of these films that we review. I yeah. mean, we, we do bring them up. You brought it up when we did Hell or High Water. Um, yeah, we should do that because I think a lot of movie posters suck dick. Oh, and th yeah. there's a Huge. website, and I can't remember the name of the website, but it is, <coughs> excuse me, it is staggering uh, <laughs> how many uh, Photoshop, you know, uh, poster posters there are out there when they make them for these films that they just rehash old posters. Like, they have so many posters where it's just, Aww. you know, floating, like the Hell or High Water where Jeff Bridges' head is floating in the background. Yeah. That's a thing. There's like 50 other posters that look exactly like that. Uh, there uh, are posters I, I, where it's I'm, just, I'm just... An, an eyeball or an eyeball in some variation. There's the poster, the, the rom-com where the guy is, you know, the guy and the girl are back-to-back -back and she's grabbing his tie. I mean, like, that's been used 50 times. It's, yeah. It's um it's hard to come uh, across an original poster idea these days. I, I, I'm just very sad because while we were talking, I typed bad movie posters into yeah. Google, and I, I hit the first link I got for the 40 worst movie posters ever, yeah. and one of the first posters they show is Superman 3. It's like, aww. <laughs> oh, the Superman carrying Richard Pryor? <laughs> yeah, I like that movie poster. Aww. <laughs> now, now I don't want to do it. Um, no, but Hacksaw Ridge, the, the the main movie poster is like him carrying a, a wounded soldier on his back. Yeah, uh, not bad. No, straightforward. It's, it's straightforward, what the film's about. But it's yeah, generic. It's, it's not. It's now, and you've seen more posters like that before. I think Platoon was close to that, wasn't it? No, Platoon is him like with the, the explosion behind them, like ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And th there's um, an alternate poster. 
I think that they used when they were just you know when they were just showing the poster before the film was released of just dog tags, which, which is also a standard war film. Yeah, well, uh, although I think image. that 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 is the film that started it, but which uh, film? Oh, oh platoon, platoon. You mean? Yeah, I thought you meant High XR Ridge. No, 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 no. Uh, platoon. You were mentioning about you know him with like kind of his Jesus I, Christ I, posed, but with like the explosion behind him. Just, just clarifying because I thought you went back and said a Hacksaw Ridge had Sorry. a version with the dog tags. That's all. Yeah, I don't think there's. I think there's only one or two variations of uh, Hacksaw Ridge. I'll take a which quick is good. Look. Which is a good thing. I mean, yeah. you know, when they make like when they, when they make like a, like five or ten movie posters, it's like, all right, who, who are you selling it to? Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, mean, like, I honestly uh, don't like it when they do things like Suicide Squad, where they have posters of like main characters. Yeah, like eleven posters. Yeah, so, you know, just just give me the big. Just do the one. I, I, I it, it's too much building hype. I. There looks to be uh, three or four main posters, and there's mm-hmm. one of him carrying someone. There's uh, one of him, just kind of, it's it's a it's a far away shot of him just running through like this huge plume of smoke. Um, then there's another one of him in a different type of pose running towards this plume of smoke. Um, and there's one of him where there's that scene where he gets all the water dumped on him, where it's just like nothing but blood is washing off of him. There's a poster of that. But the main one is him carrying the soldier. <laughs> That's actually a foreign poster. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, uh, while you were talking, um, yeah. I, I just I, w- I just went to like quotes from the movie because I was trying to find the one quote we were trying to remember with the ghoul. Oh, said, yeah. You are a strange looking individual if you don't mind me saying so private. And it just came across the other part that, again, fucking Vince Vaughn, thank you for making this film. You know, <laughs> le- and, But again, they knew. Put some levity in there. You need to lighten it. Uh, but the, when, he, when he goes to uh, the Hollywood, he's like, have you a rope to go Hollywood? No, Sarge. You ever looked at a goat's eyes? No, Sarge. Good. That would be unnatural. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck! That's great. (laughs) 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 Oh, thank... Oh, God bless you, Vince Vaughn. uh, I've really grown to love him as an actor. I really have. Yeah, no, I I do too. Um, It's just... Ever since... um, And you know what? Ever since he stopped winking, he's been a better actor. <laughs> it just you couldn't have him in a film where he didn't wink at you at least once, and he's since stopped doing that. Yeah, well, because they were doing the pretty boy thing. I, you know, honestly, I, for me, Dodgeball was the turning point for him. It's, it sounds weird, but there was a that was the first time I looked at him and and, and said to myself, "That's the next Bill uh, Bruce uh, Bill Murray." Okay. Like I, just as far as like not hunt, like equally, but just like like I can see him being comedy now, and as he gets older, just doing more distinguished roles, but still staying in comedy. I just think I was like, this guy's gonna do serious work. But that was I don't know how I got that from dodgeball, ago. but I just did. That was thirteen years ago, though. Dodgeball? Yeah, that's older than that. Isn't it? Two thousand and four. I put money on that. Here, I'll look it up. Let's see. I, but I'm just saying that's the first yep. time I looked at him and said, "Yeah, he he's." Uh... 2004. Okay, but what did he do before that? Before that, oh, he was doing 
I mean, give me something. Give me something that was like better than that. I'm not saying anything was better than that. I'm just saying that that's a long time. He made a lot more films after that where he was just winky guy. I, I don't think so. I well, I think it was, it was it was a transition. I'm not saying it happened in an instant, but I'm saying that was the first film where I was, I was like I, I I felt even though it was just a goofy comedy, it hinted at the potential for him to do more than just uh, be the you know the. So I mean, he did Wedding Crashers, The Breakup. Oh, was that before or after? This is every, everything I'm saying is after. Oh, yeah, Wedding Crashers, obviously. Um, Wedding Crashers, The Breakup, that was with Jennifer Aniston, uh, Fred Claus. Huh? Fred oh, Fred Claus. Cl- uh, yeah, okay. Four Christmases, Couples Retreat, The Dilemma. He he did all the, yeah, he did the romantic comedy shit for so long. The yeah. Watch. The Watch. <laughs> I love The Watch. Uh, I, don't he, I don't think I don't think I don't think he winked that much in that or at all. Somebody, somebody else brought that up, and and that was almost him playing a parody of himself. But he did, it, he pulled it off. He did it right. And someone actually brought that up. Uh, uh, it was a coworker of Holly's or a friend of Holly's, and we were talking about. It was a coworker, and we we're talking about films. So yeah, right. we saw a horrible film, and like she's describing us. Oh, the watch. Says, yes, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, now I know who everyone everyone listens. Now I know how everyone listens to the show feels. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I still, I'm not saying it's a good film, but I liked it. <laughs> right. And I um, didn't expect to like it, you know? I mean, yeah. shit, Ben Stiller's the, like the lead in it. I definitely didn't expect to like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the original title of that was Neighborhood Watch, but that was the, right. the whole Zimmerman thing. Fuck that up. Thanks for thanks for ruining the film, Zimmerman. <laughs> That's oh, and, so you know, don't, and, you know, obviously, killing the black kid was bad, too. Oh, yeah. But, um, Anyway, so anyway, uh, basically, we're saying it's a good film. Yes, uh, best picture. I, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say yes. You think this has the potential to win best picture? I think this film, uh, I, 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 dude. Well, I, I'm I mean, dude. I'm calling La La Land out of the gate, and uh, and and, and, and right, we're reviewing no, that right. next. And it's not because I enjoyed the film because Hang I on. didn't. I'm. I already know in my gut. Reel it back. La La Land is winning Best reel, Picture. Reel it back. Yeah. Talking about a film deserving having the potential to be oh, Best Picture. That's totally different. No, but that's what I'm talking about. Oh, fine. That's yes. what I'm saying. I, I'm saying... Yes. Because we, we've, we've had films where we say, well, yeah, this shouldn't be a Best Picture nominee. This deserves to be a Best Picture nominee. A, a war film, a film that I'm not want to watch, moves me to that extent. I'm. It was extremely well done. So no, I agree. Uh, yes, I I agree that this deserves to be nominated. I believe that if it was still five nominees, this would be one of the five. Um, but definitely. But it doesn't win Best Picture. That's, I I think it's I think it's one of the serious contenders. Let me put it that way. Does that satisfy you? Sure. You're wrong. Okay. But sure. Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure, I'm, you don't think this is a serious contender. I, I don't th- not that I don't think it's going to get any votes. Right. Again, I just, I I'm not, just... we're not saying who you think's going to win because of politics or whatever, blah blah blah. I'm saying, do you think this film is worthy of being a best picture? Absolutely. And if that, La La Land was not in the mix, then it actually could win. Well, and, and that's what I'm saying because again, we Arrival, we reviewed Arrival. We didn't think it was a bad film. We definitely didn't think it, 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 uh, it was Oscar uh, quality. Correct. This film, I think, is Oscar quality. I'm, I'm, 
Yeah. Uh, and the fact and that I, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that I'm saying that because, again, I did not want to see the film. I'm not into war films. I didn't expect that much. I thought it was yeah. – it really pulls the stops and out. The, and the fact that Mel Gibson hasn't directed a film in 10 years and has not missed a beat is impressive. I, I would recommend this film to almost everybody I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing I have to bring up that I thought that that I thought was funny at an inopportune time or inappropriate okay. time uh-huh. is during the final push in Hacksaw Ridge uh-huh. when they're, they're they're overtaking the Japanese. They cut to like the commander and they blow the dirt off and it's like a silver box you open up and it has all the accoutrement for the Harry Carey suicide ritual. <laughs> yeah. And and it just all I had is this image in my head of of like the this commander is like all right uh, here's your kit and this is it and here's your suicide kit <laughs> like and just lugging around you're in war and oh and this is what I this is my suicide kit this is a <laughs> this yeah. is my ceremonial suicide kit hopefully uh, up. hopefully I don't got to use this thing but hey we got it <laughs> hey better safe than sorry <laughs> the, and, and and the face that uh, the other guy makes. Where he's just like, oh, oh with the, the, the hand grenade thing? No, like in that oh. scene where the guy's committing Harry Carey. Like that was part well, one. Well, no, the other guy. Not I'm to sure give anything the, yeah, away. Sure it wasn't pretty either. The other guy, what he, what he had to do as the yeah. guy was committing Harry Carey, he's making, oh, <laughs> he's making and that it's, face. It's almost like he was enjoying himself. Like you failed us. No, it's, it's a ritual. It's it's, it's a cultural yes, thing. No, I'm uh, joking. And, and I just said, and I, I just like just like I'm just thinking. Yeah, if I was a commander and they gave me a suicide kit, I, I would have been like using that that knife, like the open beer bottles. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck this. Or wine. You know, you really? get you, you get the bottle of wine and you're like, <laughs> you yeah. just pop that cork right out. But but doing it right. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Who wants wine? Yes. <laughs> Bullshit. It's like, I don't know why you that brought was... that, but are we having oh, steak? Because was... I'm using that um, to cut up steak. What uh, What was I watching? Um, uh, I was, I, oh, uh, Holly made me watch Contact this week. Oh, God. The, the one with Jodie Foster and Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. I saw that, in, I saw that in a theater, and I didn't realize it was that long. <laughs> and I had work the next day with my father. This was before when it was still I was still working with my father. And we went to like a ten thirty showing. And I was like I got roped into it. Uh-huh. Uh DJ made me go. Oh yeah. <laughs> so see that. It was like a ten thirty showing and I, I lean over to Gerard and I'm like, How long is this fucking movie? And Gerard leans over to DJ. Because DJ, this was like his third time seeing it. <laughs> Which, of course it was. Yeah. So DJ, you know, it was like, I lean over to Gerard, Gerard leans over to DJ, G- DJ tells Gerard, Gerard leans back over to me, and I just look at Gerard, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's a 1030 showing. Wait, this he, thing he ain't over three till... three times in the theater? It's not, it's not 2000 and fucking one. <laughs> Come on! I mean, but the reason I bring it up is because, like, the whole thing with the suicide kit. When they give her the suicide pill <laughs> before oh. she goes, I was like, "Please just show me the, the scene where, where they're like, what the fuck? No, really? I don't think I'm taking this now. <laughs> you can you can hang on to that for me, and I'll I'll make do. <laughs> no, because you know the second uh, she takes that, it, it, it's. Uh... <laughs> It's it's basically um, 
Oh, oh, fuck. Why can't I think of it? Chicklet? No, it's like the end of... Uh, forget it. I'll ruin something for someone. Forget I said anything. Oh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm kind of giving away the ending. It's like, never mind. Forget it. I'm not going to say... I'm not going to say... Anyway, so uh, rating Hacksaw Ridge. Okay, so it's currently 8.3 on IMDb on 87,000 votes. Um, right. I'm okay with giving this an 8. I am too. I, I do not want to give it more because of the wasted first half hour yeah. and the bullshit after, uh, ending nonsense. Uh, it, it's just, uh, honestly, there's no reason this film for this film to be two and a half fucking hours long. There's not. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it's it, epicitis and uh, sorry, Mel, but you know, you don't need the fucking, you, you don't need to make people hurt more than they already are yeah it's two hours 19 minutes and it absolutely could be hour 45 uh, two it could have been two hours easily yeah it, it could have could have had a little tightening especially now, in the first half in this defense first act it didn't it, it in in the film's defense it didn't feel like a two and a half hour film but part of that might be because i wasn't really paying attention for the first half hour <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, I was like when Hugo Weaving's on site and talking, I'm listening. But then when he starts like jabbering to the nurse, and, and that's why I, you know, I look down and I'm doing something. I look up five minutes later, they're still fucking talking in the hospital. Well, say, like, come on, love interest, great, move I, on. I like the scene where the two kids are beating the live ever loving shit out of each other, and the mother <laughs> is like, "Why don't you stop him?" He goes, "Why? I'm just gonna, I'll just have to beat up, you know, beat the winner." <laughs> yeah, yeah, same time, just I'll just beat the winner and beating each other up anyway. Yeah. <laughs> But I love it when he comes by. He goes, "What does he say? It's like lean in with your right." Like he's te- he's t- telling them how to beat Lock each other with up. Your right, yeah. Block with your right. <laughs> it was a war veteran. It's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's violence. It's fucking. It's the way of life. I, but again, it, it was he wasn't a bad guy. He was an extremely flawed character. Mm-hmm. But flawed. Be- I mean, again, I I just thought the character. The only reason I can forgive in some way that first half hour is because his character sets a. Uh, a sets a counterpoint to the aspect of uh, um, the glorification of war. Okay. And it prevents the film from crossing that line. And I very strongly feel that his character was a necessity. I just could have done without the whole, ah, let's watch him grow up. Like, he's fucking... <sighs> Put the shit in flashbacks and cut it in half. Two-hour film, done. And lose the fucking interviews at the end. Um... I don't even know what's worth doing demographics. It's just like eight, eight. It's like eight and nine across the board. Um, oddly enough, the the, the top one thousand voters on IMDb is the lowest rating, seven point seven. Hmm. It's finicky fucks. <laughs> they didn't like that yeah. blue screen either. Top top one thousand voters is people that have way too much fucking time on their hands and think their 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 opinion actually means something. Says the person who's doing a podcast where he reviews films. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, oh, eight, but you know, o- oddly enough, uh, just to point out, the, the highest demographic was um, uh, males under eighteen. Okay. I guess because they dug the war scenes, and the uh, lowest demographic was uh, males our age. Really. At eight point one, which is still within the range of what we voted, but. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Interesting there. Young guys dig the war film a bit more than the older guys because, you know, we're smarter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but yeah, Hacksaw Ridge. I uh, And again, it's up for, I mean, if you wanted to real quick, 
Yeah, uh, sure. I don't want to waste time. Um, um, what's it up for six? Uh, best picture, which I said is it's a contender. I know you disagree. Uh, lead actor. I did not disagree. You did. I, I agreed that it's a quality, but you, you don't think it's going to win, so you don't no, think no, no, it's a no. contender. I, let me clarify. If La La Land wasn't nominated, then I would think it's a contender. Otherwise, it, it's got no shot. And we haven't watched all the films yet either, so it's, None it's, of, it's just... Uh, n- dude, I, I don't care if we found the best film ever made in the next four films after this. La La Land is winning Best Picture. It's I, just I, all there is to it. All right, but that that's that, that's like your opinion, man. Um, <laughs> that's like your opinion, man. <laughs> this rug, it just um, brought the whole room together. <laughs> lead actor for Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, um, Andrew Garfield. I don't see it. I thought he was nominated. Oh, you mean you don't see him winning? Uh, I, I, uh, it was a good performance. I don't know. I have to watch other other three films I haven't seen yet. Okay. Uh, I, I shouldn't say that. I, I, I think uh, I don't think Ryan Gosling's getting it. They jumped the gun there, but uh, just no. Yeah. It's probably it's probably going to go to Denzel Washington. Boss, probably uh, black gold. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Um, you got uh, best director. Best Picture, Best Actor in a Leading Role, oh, Andrew shit. Garfield. Oh, Best Director. I was crossing off all um, the ones. Film um, editing, which might actually it might actually walk away with this. Now, ironically, we're talking about how great the cinematography is. It's not up for Best Cinematography. Yeah. Uh, best Sound Mixing and Best Sound Editing. Probably will get both. War I, films, I, I think it'll get at least one of those. Well, usually one... If one gets one, it gets the other because it's the usually. But I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it'll at least get one. I think because yeah. the sound is excellent, uh, and yeah. ed- even editing, I, I think it's a contender. Well, this, uh, the same people that did the editing uh, were also involved in the mixing, so you know, you give one to no, one. I'm, no, I mean not sound editing, just editing. I'm saying. Oh, film editing? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's it, it's right. it's difficult to edit a war film because it has to flow. And this one flows. It yeah. really does. And that, that I was impressed. I, I just I was impressed by, by the film as a whole. Um, and uh, I think that's it. It's not for any screenplay things. No. So uh, I wonder why. All right. Uh, but that's it. Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, we liked it, and uh, we think it's uh, at least worthy of an Oscar nomination. It's absolutely and again, worthy. What? Absolutely worthy of the Best Picture nomination. And. And once again, another film that we actually liked that's up for an Oscar. It's, it's so far, it's been a very positive year. And let's yeah. see if La La Land holds up that streak. I'm not thinking it will. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either. Tune in and find out. All right, let's end the show then. Yes. Uh, what is this? This is episode 232, I believe? I'm really sure. I believe it's episode 233. Uh, as always, thank you for joining us uh, for this episode. Um, make sure you go to our website at moviesucktastic.com and uh, listen to the show there. You can download the show. You can watch us live every week, 8 p.m. on Thursdays. Uh, yeah, it's episode 232, uh, which is, in my opinion, one of the best ways to watch the show. If not the best way to watch the show, you get to hang out with us live. Um so you can do that. You can go to iTunes and you can download the show there as well. Make sure you leave us a review when you go there. We always appreciate it. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. 
everything from when the show starts to um, trailers and on. info is posted there. Uh, so I didn't mean to cut you off. What episode did you say this was? 232. All right. You are correct. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I just looked while you were doing it because I, I was because you sounded unsure. I'm, I apologize. I was just yeah. double checking. No, I just went into my uh, my files. Yes, it is two thirty two. Oh, okay. Uh, you can also go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. If you want to leave us uh, email, you want to write us an email. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, the number is nine zero eight five one four 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 seven zero. And make sure you go and you get the free Android app uh, where everything that I just mentioned is in one nice, tidy little package. And again, it's completely free. Oh, so, and, and, and also, if, if well, you're emailing us, if you're calling us, we have been getting emails, we have been getting calls. But um, because the Oscars have us running really tight schedule, we're not really doing much of that until after. So after the Oscars, uh, we'll be catching up with that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, we have a couple waiting in the wings uh uh, for some reviews so we'll read the one, those the soon. ones that made the cut <laughs> exactly so uh that's it do you have any words of wisdom mr wilson <laughs> how long have you been dead <laughs> <laughs> have you listened to a goat's eyes <laughs> good that would be unnatural unnatural Words of wisdom. God bless Vince Vaughn. That's <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right, everybody. Talk to you next week. Peace out. Later. I apologize for that. Don't apologize. I don't know. I, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta figure out how to fade out this music properly instead of doing it manually. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking annoying. Ah! <laughs>